actual show and everything in between came so fast. But I had a really great time. How about you, Jake and Brian? Yeah. Yeah, I had a blast. Yeah, Brian, you sold out pretty quickly, right? So what did you do for the rest of the show? I mean, I wouldn't say I sold out quickly. I, um, you know, I didn't sell to any dealers or anything like that right off the bat. So I had a decent amount of knives. I um, ended up selling out, I guess, three quarters the way through the second day. So. Oh, okay. You know Brian had a good day because we got one of the heartfelt Instagram posts, and I feel like those only come after Brian has had a good sales. Well, I, I was, I was or, pleasantly or surprised. Yeah, you seemed you seemed genuinely pretty happy in that post. Well, I don't know if people are getting smarter or what it is, but there was like a fraction of the fucking morons that normally show up there. That's I think you have this show to blame for that. Everyone has been on their best behavior because of it. Yeah, they're terrified of upsetting you. <laughs> well, I mean, anyone who's listening to Knife Podcasts is hearing us and then Mark of the Maker doing their uh, Blade Show etiquette and then another Blade Show etiquette <laughs> right before Blade Show. So two years in a row now, they've done a show just about not dripping your sweaty grease all over the maker's tables and... Uh, and not driving one of those mobility scooters directly into a wall of swords. Okay. Hold on, it's a base reality. <laughs> I saw th- I saw this yeah. very large man in a tie-dye shirt and uh, overalls about to tip over asleep on the third day, <laughs> sitting at the entrance. It was cartoonish. It, was it wasn't Jake. Um, this was this person was about four times the size of Jake. Um, and I happened to be walking around with Tim Reeve, and we were daring each other to go tip him. <laughs> that's what that pretty much sums up the last day of. Yeah, I was gonna show. say that sounds like Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, um, lots of great knives, lots of great people, um, some terrible food. Uh, <laughs> why, was, why was that? Uh, just the restaurant experiences down there during Blade Show. Uh, not very good. I mean. On the first night, we went to Papacitos, where the food was amazing, but the weight was ridiculous. I mean, you have thousands of sweaty Correct. men who are, probably yeah. want to eat a lot, judging by the description of those people that you said were there. Yeah, but that's not the problem, though. It was It's weird. We got, By the time they brought us into the restaurant, it was three-quarters empty. Yeah. And I know because we're in the South, they're, like, run half the speed that we do in New Jersey. Oh, yeah. But it was pathetic. <laughs> And it it's not the only restaurant. Was. Every restaurant I was I went to was the yeah. same way. I, I will agree with that. It was, it's, there's, there's definitely a lackadaisical attitude towards food service. Ooh. Everyone was pleasant, though. No one was mean. Mm-hmm. Gotta say. Well, except, except for our... Uh, oh, yeah, lady, except for our hotel at the experience. counter in our hotel who kept having to reprogram our, our key cards. Oh, and then she's the same one that blamed, blamed me... She, Every single time. Well, not every... The last time I went... One time they said they had to reset the, the key stuff. And they apologized and did everything. And then I got the other lady. And she was just mean. She gave me this whole lecture about how to use a hotel room key. Wow. And I was Sounds very... Sounds like the suite of embassy wasn't that great this year. The suite of embassy... Yeah. The suite of embassy will go down in infamy as one... Of the worst places I've ever stayed in my life. It does not sound like you had the true ambassadorial experience. Especially embassy. since... My right leg is covered in bed bug bites. Wait, what? Yeah. I had yeah, no problems yeah, this, with it. It turns out this is the worst hotel stay of both of our lives, I think. There's bed bugs? 
Yeah. Yeah. God damn, I mean, I'm so bugs, happy I didn't go. Bugs alone. Yeah. Did you get only, bit too, only, Jake? I did not, but I I've seen Levon's leg both in person and updated photos, and it's uh, kind of horrifying. If if that's one of your triggers, like hotel beds, and I mean, I was worried about the semen personally. I, I, I just I find it hard to believe that bugs. one person, three people stand in a room, one person gets them all over his his ankles, and then the other people get nothing. Well, well, I don't know. It's, I don't know. it's Levon. It's, uh, I mean, he might have done it to himself for attention. I don't know. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> mm -hmm. Maybe he sleep, slept walked, slept walked out of the building. I don't know. And dipped my my leg in their vats of bed bugs that they keep on hand. I remember staying at the Embassy Suites as a kid. They had a free happy hour, which is pretty dope. Sounds like it's they a, do, gone they downhill. They still do have a free happy hour. Do they really? Yeah. But it's this the, must I have mean, been a free happy hour nice. for the insects that <laughs> attacked my leg. The place is still nice, and the rooms are still ten times bigger than the average, like, $150 a night hotel room. Is he all not going back bugs, next year? Bed bugs is a deal breaker. No. We're going to the, we're going to the damn... The Waverly? Uh, we're going to the main place. It seems that way, should, that way the Yeah, it seems way better to be at the Waverly. Jake can just walk up and go to bed every hour on the hour <laughs> yeah. without having to make it a big deal, you know? That's true. Yep. Although I will say this, Jake did a much better time of being active this time. I didn't hear. Well, he wasn't play. dying. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, I had that, no, he didn't. I had no illnesses. No feigning of a heart attack or anything like that. Everything <laughs> went pretty smoothly. How, I mean, how... did he did he get up and go to the show with me every morning? No. I did see the picture of him eating a hamburger in bed, so I was very afraid. I that thought the a... worst when that happened. The, that yeah, was. That... The earliest we ate dinner was like 11.30 p.m., so. I feel like uh, it was later than that. And the by the way, I think it was only one day, Levon, that I didn't go with you. And remind everyone what I did when I stayed back while you went and enjoyed the show. What did I do? What are you talking about? Got rid of the bed bugs? Doesn't sound like it. No, if I had on, known well, about On the last day, he, he, he slept in, but he also, uh, you know, packed the car up and checked out. So, oh. martyr. Yeah, he martyred for our sins there. <laughs> Not the first time. No. <laughs> How was it staying with Aaron? He looked colorful as usual. Uh, you know, Aaron is a... He's kind of a great guest. He cleans up after himself. <laughs> he's, he's pleasant, you know, quiet. You wouldn't even know he was there. I don't want to see that video, Brian. Unless he's brandishing a gun. Yeah, uh, yeah what was the gun situation this year? A little less dangerous? I don't think there was a gun situation. Oh, nice. Wow, you guys really grew up. Look, yeah. look how one year changes. Yeah. Yeah. And we're really happy about that. Um, we had some... Before we get into knives, like just the, the antics uh, outside the some, show. There and, are some videos that say it all. Yeah. I don't want I, to look at that one of you naked, Jake. Like, on, I've seen well, it. Yeah, we, that is not going on Instagram because I don't want our account to get <laughs> locked. <laughs> But I did uh, post up a lot of videos in the story. I made, uh, what are those things called? Where you can save the stories. Memories? Mem uh, no. Highlights? Highlights. Highlights, yeah. yeah. Highlights. There are a bunch of highlights there of, of the knives that were fondled, and as well as some of the antics that we uh, had with uh, Adam Purvis, Aaron, um, son of a critch on Instagram. Matt Critchley is his actual name. And uh, 
And there was another Matt as well at times. Yeah, another Matt who looked like uh, the yodeling cowboy, cowboy kid, only a little bit older. Cowboy Matt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put, put some respect on his name. Yeah. And I'm not remembering it. That was a good time. Um, I also, we also uh, gathered together with a whole bunch of uh, the Knife Review crew. I did see the Bladeology podcast really hitting the oh, streets of course. hard. I mean, oh, let's, let's be honest before on we get into that. their literal permanent vacation. We went... Uh, <laughs> Yo, someone give out. me their fucking tax returns. How are they on a permanent vacation? I don't know. It's Do they have jobs? No. They just traveled the country together? I, I mean, don't like any out. two people that much to ever spend as much time together as they spend together. I gotta tell you, I had a great time hanging out with Elijah, Nick, and uh, I just uh, I don't know too. how they do it. Who is financing this? It's a probably it's a PVK sort of situation. They're permanent. You know how we're sponsored by PVK? They're really sponsored. Permanently by sponsored by yeah. PVK. Yeah, that's what it is. Right, glad to hear business is good. Oh yeah, everything was good there. Spent some time with with uh, a lot of great people. Uh, saw some really cool knives, came home with some really cool knives, um, and it was just a memorable trip in general. One of the highlights I gotta point out was our rental car situation. Oh, how was the Equus? Oh, it was amazing. It couldn't, it was flawless. The, I, we used Turo for the first time, and we're not even sponsored by them, like Doug DeMaro. No, no shit, we're not sponsored by them. (laughs) But, (laughs) that was an excellent way to travel. I am I am thrilled with that. Only the best for the Knife Knots podcast. I hope I didn't leave any bed bugs in it. <laughs> I was oh, gonna say God. leave a sticker, but beg you know bed bugs could be our new logo. It could happen. At, at least for the Blade Show episode, there's got to be bed bugs involved. Thanks. Mm, I'd rather not. Just live on in a fumigation suit. What's that old like board game where the bed bugs would like sort of? Isn't it just called bed bugs? Where you'd use the tweezers to pull the bed bugs off of the. This okay. sounds like operation. It, it is like very much like opera- operation. It's, it's like operation, but they all vibrate on this. Um, oh this my god! You're right. Table. There, a, there. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't even have doubted you. There is a game called Bedbugs. Yeah. You do See, exactly I know these that. things. Yeah, didn't have that one in my youth. Mm-mm, I did. <laughs> um, but sh- I guess we should talk about knives. I just don't know where to begin. Should we talk about what we acquired? Um. I still want to talk about the fact that we we hung out a lot with um, some of the review crew, I should say. So, hung out with Nick Shabazz, you know, Frunky was there, all of the usual suspects. Um, Not the usual suspects network, but you know what I mean. Um, So, it was a a definite who's who of knife debauchery. And only one of them wore a gimp mask. And only one wore a gimp mask. Did you get to meet the man, the myth, the legend? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Was he wearing the mask the entire time? No, not when I was talking to him. Oh, okay. I didn't know he could reveal he could reveal his identity like that. Uh, he was walking around without a mask. I think he only did that when he was, you know, signing autographs. Oh, okay. I, mean, I don't know how far the fetish goes, so it's good to see. Right. <laughs> um, other than that, some cool stuff. Uh, let's see. I I entered one lottery. Which one was it? <laughs> I entered, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I entered one lottery. Um, it was for the uh, Chris Reeve Knives uh, Shirogorov Unihati. Oh, the one uh, you won. 
Yeah, I won that lottery. You're so lucky, dude. Yeah, that's man, that's incredible luck. <laughs> you guys are douchebags. You didn't was, win it, dude. Hang on. It I'm happened. Go- I'm Googling how to say congratulations in Armenian. Give yeah, me one definitely look second. that up. Or like, a, hey, how do I win the lottery and, immediately in <laughs> Armenian? <laughs> no, that's not what happened, though. How did you get Tim in on your uh, Armenian conspiracy over here? So, it was funny, because Tim... Tim was actually standing with me. Tim and I were, uh, we were over at his booth. And he was like, it's, we gotta go to that Shiro, uh, uh, the Shiro lottery. I'm like, okay, let's go. And my name was the first name picked out of there. And it was the same little ticket that I wrote. It wasn't like, it seems like they would have to do a lot to, like, rig it so that I would win. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it it seems that think, way, yeah. Why do you think they put so much effort into it? You guys are douchebags. I mean, it's so transparent, man. What do you expect us to do? I don't think I don't think it is. I, I think mean, we're not sponsored by Recon One. When they start sponsoring us, then we'll start saying that it was a completely exactly, fair and just lottery. It's exactly what everybody bitches about when a lottery happens. Yeah, yeah. You just just try to be the same ethnicity as the people that are I don't know running. The I lottery. will tell you. Okay, here's the part that was that was suggestive. Okay, and I will say this because I don't think that. I genuinely don't think that uh, the ch- picking me was. So you just was, win uh, every Recon One lottery you enter. That is not true. Two different Shirogorovs. You got the uh, what was it? The Pero, the one before that, the Russian Hokkaido. Yeah. Three actually. <laughs> so three now. Wow. Okay. You're so, so lucky, this, man. So this one, um, I didn't know which one to pick because obviously I was the first person to pick, right? Um, so I got to pick the, the one Chris Reeve uni hottie that I wanted. And I was like, uh, I don't know. And they're all yelling at me in Armenian to pick the middle one. So I picked the middle one. And that was the one with the night sky on it. Yeah, it's a classic, uh, mm-hmm. classic graphic from them. And, like, it's not my normal aesthetic for a knife, but the more you look at it, the more it is pretty amazing looking. I mean, it's going to be a piece of history. I just, uh, when you tease that there was going to be a Shirogora of Chris Reeve collaboration... I was going in a much different direction in my head. I mean, I had no idea what it was. I just knew I just knew there was something I happening. did not expect this. This is I'm both pleased and disappointed. I definitely thought it was going to be like a design made by Shirogorov of from CRK. Here's here's what I think. But I think it's This uh, is a more logical a sa- collaboration. It's a it's a safe way to play and as time goes on, I think you'll see more happen between them. It could be cool. Um, some of the other stuff I handled at the Shirogorov table, like the uh, the 110 with the kickstop. Yeah, that looks really cool. Holy shit. I really, really love that. I mean, Shirogorov makes really good knives. And uh, Ser- Sergey I... won an award this year, unsurprisingly. So, you know what I did? I was thinking to myself as I when I got that, uh, that knife, um, I said, you know what I ought to do while I'm here? Because the, the, the certificate has the Chris Reeve logo and the uh, Shirogorov logo. I was like, when else am I going to get a chance to have this autographed by both of these people? That was pretty smart. Yeah, so I had Sergey sign the Shirogorov side and Tim sign the, the the Chris Reeves side. That was definitely a smart move from a resale perspective. Well, I can't <laughs> afford to keep it, so there's that. I'm guessing they were not inexpensive. It was not, not cheap. Nothing else that you got, I assume, even came close to that price when I look at your haul. No, it was definitely the... Uh, yeah, there was no customs this year. Right. Um, oh, the, uh, there's the uh, the hawk, the the touch sparrow hawk. I got one of those. Oh, okay. I, I forgot that you. Had, it's so little in comparison to the fifth above it. 
I love that freaking knife, dude. The the Sparrowhawk. Yeah. I, I carried that. That was my um, Blade Show carry the whole time. It's a nice little knife. Oh, it's so yeah, it's cool. It's such a neat little thing. Yeah, that is a cool one to finally get. Hmm. But yeah, that, that Shiro definitely was like, uh, well, I guess I'm paying for this now. <laughs> <laughs> that one broke the bank pretty badly. Did Is that a, the CKF 5th? The... Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Damn, that's a nice knife, too. They were so, expensive. That one, I didn't necessarily plan on, on buying right away. I thought I was getting a really good deal on it from Custom Knife Factory, but it turned out to be... The normal price? A, pretty much the normal price, <laughs> minus a little bit. And I was like... I misheard him as I was counting the oh, money. Oh, like, no. So I was like, God damn it! <laughs> that that kind of sucks. I mean, it's a really nice knife. Oh, it's just... I, let me just say this. It's worth every penny. The amount of Zerk, the finish work, everything on it is, is gorgeous. And it's an amazing knife. It's huge. Yeah, I didn't know it was... It, especially in comparison to the Sparrowhawk, it's... Uh, the Sparrowhawk yeah. is small. Let's just put it that way. The the, mm-hmm. uh, the fifth is enormous. It looks bigger than the Hati. It is bigger than the Hati. Yeah, so... And, uh, wow. Amazingly, they still managed to forget loctite on the pivot which <laughs> that's true it was basically touching the side before yeah, the, the end time of the he day. handed it to me it, like brand i didn't even knife, i barely like, touched show, it yeah I'll, i just like put my finger on the, on the on the hardware and spun it and it just came right out <laughs> i mean i'm of two minds about using loctite on knives but you know when they're first being sold to the customer but <laughs> that's pretty funny yeah, I mean, well, I mean, you at least have to do something. If it's if it's one, if it's not one of the rare knives that uses a bushing where you can just crank down on it, you got to do something. Like, yeah, I mean, it shouldn't be unscrewing it's, itself. It just fell out like within the first hour. It, sh- it should not be disassembling itself like Ace Hood's watch on the the red carpet. Nah. Yeah, someone handed it to me. I think it was like a Critchley handed it to me. Like, careful, it's a guillotine. And I was like, <laughs> what? It was a guillotine. Was just, yeah, because when you unlock, un, you know unlock the lock it just yeah it's nice so the stuff i brought back i bought back a lot more knives than i expected to yeah um but not like expensive ones yeah i didn't not like nothing super crazy besides the hotsy no but i did buy um sparrowhawks ain't cheap man yeah sparrowhawks ain't cheap. oh yes that's a good point it is a touch custom the i mean between the the two wee knives that i purchased i purchased another leong ma uh the fifth and the uh, Sparrowhawk. And a couple of knives from Mom. She got a, a purple UTX-70. Oh, I uh, see that. Double edge. Uh, we got one of the... Uh, she also got one of the white... Uh, I think it's a Abalone uh, Kershaw Autos, the Matt Diskin one. Yeah. I had no idea that was Matt Diskin. Yeah, Matt Diskin did those for the show in a whole bunch of different inlays. That's cool. Um, I got a couple of knives from Blade Runner Systems, the the Nova Blades collab, and the uh, their new auto, which the name escapes me for the moment. It's called the Warhead, and that's like a very very snappy auto, very very cool. Yeah, and then what else you got? Yeah, that's that's everything. You got the Synergy, which we talked about at length last episode. Yeah, I went back and forth to the the Wii table quite a bit because they had a lot of stuff. Yeah, you got the weird um, finish one, by the way. I know I did, and it's. I really I like wanted the finish. carbon fiber inlaid one, but they didn't. They were, they didn't have any more. Plus, I handled it, and the the carbon fiber was like raised on there. It wasn't flush. Oh, okay. 
so I didn't really like it as much. And I said, you know, I'll get something different with the little flame sperm on it. <laughs> that is an appropriate description of it. But I kind of like it in a weird way. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's well it's done. Very, like, yeah, it's a, th- it's a thin integral, and it's just such a tight little package that I, like, I liked it better, personally, without the inlay. It's just, it's just such a like, little... They also had an Atanto as well. The Tanto looks pretty horrible by I, my I taste, didn't like but... the Tanto. They were telling me, oh, you should get the Tanto. I'm nope. Like, no. Who was telling <laughs> you that? <laughs> a lot of people. I mean, it was a very... Uh, I was going to say, was we table. trying to hustle them? <laughs> because... We was definitely trying to hustle them. It, they, it does not look as good. And they are, neither are sold out at GP Knives right now. And I also... I met Jim O. Young, the, the guy who designed it originally. Oh, shit. Um, and he asked to have his picture taken with me. That's bizarre. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird, but all he power was a nice, to him. nice old man. Yeah. It's not bizarre anymore, Dave. If you came to shows, you, yeah. you would understand. Yeah. I think he got his picture taken with everyone. Okay. It's uh, very endearing. It's a I cool knife. It's a cool story. And that's another cool piece to have for historical purposes. I'll thank Killer Steel, too, because he went and uh, uh, made sure that uh, my stuff got autographed because I had to be somewhere at uh, a certain time and uh, Jordan Killer Steel actually went over and made sure the knife got uh, got taken care of which was cool yeah what else did you get uh... I got I got an Arrakis finally I really like that knife yeah that's cool um, let's see what else the, uh, the, 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 the Liang Ma yeah the kitchen are those finally coming out uh, I think they're the next to hit yeah okay cool um and I fucking love that knife. Yeah, it's cool. It's so good. I, I think it's got I... the everybody's making fun of its little Teletubby flipper tab. So, but I'm sure Brian can attest he was playing with it too. Uh, it works great. It's a good way it to works, describe it. It works great. It's a nice knife. That thing is a little. I don't know. I don't know if I don't really like I, that part. I agree. It's a little weird, but when you're hanging out with it and and using it and fondling it. It works. It works nice. They've, it works they've definitely hit hit a stride between that one and the the last uh, Liang Ma that you guys both got. The field duty. That again, the field duty. Yeah. The, those were both. They're both just spot on in in construction and um, inlays and the action and the, the weight and the feel and the grind. Everything I thought was. I think I think between Brian's on. collaborations and Liang's are some of the best production knives you can get. Yeah, Riot has yeah. really stepped it up even further. Um, we handled, I went and messed with a lot of the, the production knives too. Um, Riot had the, the Jack two there. Yep. The one that I, uh, <laughs> did detective work on before it, uh, they showed anything. I was like, that's a, that's like a two piece blade, isn't it? Two piece blade, one piece handle. What kind of world are we living in? Is it dogs any, and cats living together? Is it any less ugly in person? It's a little bit less ugly. I mean, Notice I didn't buy one. Yeah, I I, I saw that Austin got one, and I was yeah Austin. He surprised. was standing there with me when we were looking at him, and uh, I, he seemed to like it more than I did. I mean, yeah, he bought one. I, I don't. It's not bad. Don't get me wrong. It's really well done for what it is. But I just didn't care for the look so much. Yeah, I uh, think I'll pass on that one for sure. And I imagine it's not cheap either. I was around 400, 420 bucks. Oh, so like normal, normal yacht prices. Bad. Okay, I, mean, I just assumed it would be like dramatically more expensive. No, I mean the ones with the Timascus and stuff. I mean, theirs were 1250. 
Oh, okay. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that that seems to be the theme of this was production knives with Damasteel and Timascus. It was everywhere. The, at the Wii booth, we, there was a lot of oh crazy my God, stuff. Oh, there's so much of it. We um, also added uh, their own Chinese Damascus to the lineup that looked really good, obviously. I can't oh, yeah. say anything for about the Civivi lines. Yeah, they're, the they're stainless. Line. It's a stainless Damascus, Damascus for Civivi, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, because how are they doing a $70 knife with Damasteel? Oh, it's not Damasteel. That makes much more sense now. So the one that stood out to me was I actually got one, um, just a basic one with the Tangi 10. But I think, I forgot what the model is, but it's the little Elijah designed front flipper. That thing with the black G10 and the stainless Damascus for like 90 bucks was an amazing little gentleman's knife. I have a picture of it I'll send send to the group. I really almost bought it and... uh... If I hadn't, I don't know. Just it it looks like time, a million bucks. Going back for it. it definitely looks like a million bucks. And that, those will be coming out at retail soon. What a lot of people who were asking me questions on the Instagram, um, they were like, when does that come out? How much does it cost? A lot of that stuff is just, you know, like you go to a, uh, a car show and then there's like a concept car or some sort of, or like SEMA where they have built like some crazy versions of, existing automobiles that's mm-hmm. what a lot of that stuff is like it's never going to come out you're never oh, yeah. like the, the full damasteel timascus integrals with the carbon fiber inlay yeah those are those are design exercises to catch get people over to the booth i mean you may you may not even see a regular version of those knives you don't know yeah i mean we we definitely brought out all of the damasteel and timascus they could get for all of their integrals that may or may not even be released in said materials so um did you guys see the uh the damasteel and timascus and black zircotai versions of the eschaton yes that looked absolutely insane i renamed it with elijah the dresscaton yes i thought i was i was very proud of myself on that (laughs) which actually reminds me i was supposed to come home with another knife Oh yeah. Oh, the what the the one that got passed around to everybody, like when a rapper gets his chain stolen. Yeah. The horse crippler. The horse crippler. Every single person that attended that show has a picture with that fucking. The knife. horse crippler. Yes, that's true. Is, I mean, it's incredibly cool. And there were three of them. The kind of knife and you get your picture taken with. It is. It is definitely the kind of knife you take a picture with. There were three of them. Were there really? I thought um, it was just one. One was supposed to come home with me. That was. The plan all along, ever the whole this this whole time, and they were sold from under Elijah's nose by we, by one of the people working at the Wee booth who shall remain nameless. Damn, that's cold blooded. It was cold blooded. I I mean, I would like to. I can't even imagine what they paid for at the show for one of those. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. That sounds. I think they were more than that. I think, yeah, yeah. I guess seven fifty would be the minimum. And my chances of getting one when they do come out, they're going to be closer to a thousand, I believe. Oh my god. Mm Mm-hmm. What? (laughs) Oh, let me sit down. I'm already sitting down, but yeah. Oh, I really thought I'd be able to get one of those. I think they're only going to make like fifty of them. I yeah, I thought I was going to be able to get one of those. Nope. Jesus. I get uh, that so, it's a big piece of expensive steel, but, like, wow. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot of work on it, too. I mean, that is, cool. I mean, it's yes, it's, like, 
It's one of the coolest fixed blades I've seen, but I, I, uh, you know, <laughs> just thought it would be cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe when they do a small one. No, no, but it's got to be in that size. That's I know, the cool I part. Know. I know. What on, did I yeah, say? On, on Elijah's I, belt, it looked. It definitely looked like a sword. I mean, it, yeah. It, 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 he went, it went to dinner with his light on all the time. It too. was. Yeah. It was wider than his waist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he kept. And he looked, kept having. Which is not saying much. Like, Let's just put it that way. Security guards, like, is that guy coming for me because of this thing on my belt? Um, it is. I suggested that he do a much smaller one called the horse tickler. <laughs> You're really you're really on a high right now. We're trying yeah. to rename his knives. Right. I don't, I don't know if that one's a home run. Well, he's going to do the horse tickler. Which is really funny because I went back and listened to the song Horse Crippler. It is, to me, unremarkable. Like, it's I like an, it. Oh, my God. It's a mediocre death metal song. But <laughs> it's such a good with name. With the best name ever. Yeah. With the best name. Which, I have to tell you guys, I have a confession to make. The horse crippler is a, is a type of, of cactus. Is it really? Yeah. Huh. Wouldn't have known. Knife News yeah. says it's named after us, so after our podcast episode, so. Well, it that's well, what it he, is. he named it after. Yeah. And and we named it because it sounds cool because it sounds like it would cripple a horse, but Drouth named it after the the cactus known as the horse crippler, as far as that I as far as I can tell. Look at that. But, I don't but know. only because they didn't have the opportunity to name it after our episode, which had not aired yet. That, that is, is true. That is correct. That is very true. Mm-hmm. We have that kind so of influence. The, the mm-hmm. cactus does not matter at all in this situation. Yeah, that was that thing got passed around everywhere. I, I'm actually surprised it didn't get stolen because I did see a few posts about stolen knives. Did you see the picture I uh, took with um, with uh, who the hell did I take the picture of it with? Out with it! I'm my brain is uh, is a mess. Kendrick, Sean Kendrick. Yeah, yeah. He just looks so right with it. He does. Yeah. Yeah, that was um, a, that's a cool knife. Yes. Too bad. He is, a, he is a metal individual. He is very metal. I I got a watch too. I picked up my uh, my Greg Stevens watch. And it was really funny. I was sitting talking to him for a bit, and he goes, "I didn't know you had a podcast." I was like, "Dude, my name was Knife Nuts Podcast," and we talked about that. <laughs> He's like, "You're right. I didn't, I didn't really pay attention." Yeah, put two two together, man. He's like, "Yeah, I don't know why I didn't I didn't figure it out." Um, but he's a really cool guy. Um, he's been around the watch industry for a little while, and I was thinking of putting it to the audience to see if they would want to do like a. Uh, a little bit of a watch episode, or I, maybe a segment. There's certainly crossover interest. Yeah, I think so. Uh, but let us know what you think. Yeah. Um, Greg said he'd be happy to come on. Um, I think that would be fun. That's cool. And then we'll just after that we'll just switch completely to backpacks and just yeah. drop the knives. I think together. we should do the backpack episode. I still haven't talked about it at length. We ha- like I want. We to. have we have a backpack connection too. Oh shit! Do we really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. And the backpack competition at Blade was really. It was on fire. It was heating up, man. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I've been happy with my Maxpedition, but, like, maybe I need to yeah, start taking out, a look at other... It staged the, the Balasong competition for sure. <laughs> yeah. How was the Balasong competition? I, apparently, it was, as the kids say, fire. <laughs> that, that, means however, that means it wasn't. <laughs> however, um, I mm. did not get to see it. You were I not in attendance? No. I, it was they did a, it at the same time as the backpack competition, so oh, okay. I didn't get to see the Ballast Song competition. That's fair. Mm. 
very fair. I did get to hang out with uh, Blade Runner Systems, though. Um, always cool guys. Always a pleasure to see them. Yeah. You get to see, like, most of our guests, honestly, uh, there. I'm kind of happy to have the uh, the Nova Blades collab. Um, it's really been growing on me. I uh, I plan on beating the hell out of that knife. Maybe having Jake beat the hell out of that knife a little bit, too. Is it coming out soon? Because I feel like that episode was a little while ago now. That is the next one to drop, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotta get that out. Yeah. But uh, should we should we broach some of these other, the big news, for some of the big news stories from, from yes. Blade? Oh, this yeah. A, this events a 31. Oh, yeah. Um, Polarizing, to put it. Polar, I mean, I just don't understand where all the... It's always been, like, a little bit of an evolution for yeah. them. It's, it's never been, like, here's our brand spanking new NAF. That no, you've never, never seen before, yeah. No. There was a lot of uh, misplaced animosity, I think, towards it. Uh, definitely a lot of misplaced animosity. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I mean, when you tag the maker in a post about how terrible you think their new knife is, don't be surprised when they run up on you at a Blade Show. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, I... Uh... Especially when you're uh, making yourself a public figure in the knife world. It's always great when you got to do the double back on that post about but how nice the people are and how bad... choices. But I yes. commend them. I commend him for, you know, listening and understanding. I mean, you got to learn eventually. We've talked about it like a million times on this episode, though, that it's not a big enough industry for you to be able to make noise like that and not really expect people to confront exactly. you. Exactly. Like, regardless of how you feel about the product, you don't have to buy it. Yeah. But that is a, a, a staple of, of the knife world and a pillar of the community in and of itself. Yeah. You know, you can't yep. try and bury something and, and make it look like you're being Mr. Cool Guy. Yeah, I, I I don't think that works, but it's a it's a learning. I guess it's a stepping stone for everybody that, you know, becomes a uh, quote unquote public figure in the knife world. But as usual, um, great time hanging out with uh, with Tim Reeve as always. Just uh, an awesome guy. Even I even though he's, I don't own a Sabenza, such a happy individual. Just a great he's person pleasant. to hang out with. I did get to handle and we played with all the thirty ones, and there are some significant improvements, like especially the pocket clip. I think is a really cool. They move the the positioning yeah. of the pocket clip. You can feel the chamfers. There's a little bit of a difference in the chamfers. Yeah, I think I'm going to get one with the uh, natural micarta inlay. But That'll be they're apparently good. not going to be out till Q4. Yeah, which is way later than I expected. I I was going to stay there and try and get in line and, and get one, but there'll be like, there'll be a dime a dozen. You know. Yeah. By the end of like, the year, so no, I think I'll wait. Yeah. I mean, it's not like the few exclusive models I don't think anyone could afford that they had there. Like that um, auction piece. Speaking of, yeah, the auction piece. Speaking of the auction. <laughs> Levon's, so as I'm hanging out with Levon's Tim, speed as, a, as an auctioneer was, it was a joke. <laughs> I, think he's, I think he spoke slower than usual. It's too long being in the South. To imitate the, 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 what was that, the... Who was the fast-talking commercial guy? Uh, was it like Hot Wheels or... Micro Mac Machines. Box? Micro Machines, yeah. He was nothing like that. <laughs> no, well, I've Those never... Two reference. I've never auctioneered, nor did I expect to auctioneer. How did you get roped into that? Uh, the night before, uh, Tim uh, texted me. He's like, do you think you could help me with something? And I'm like... Yeah, I didn't even tell him what it was. <laughs> tell me what it was. So I was like, I guess... He's like, you're going to be in the pit tonight? I'm like, okay. And he asked me if I would um, 
help him do this live auction thing. And I was like, okay, sure. So I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what it was going to be until it was there. And I just, we just made it up as we went along. Yeah. Well, I mean, it generated enough money, so. Yes. And a very happy guy who, who has it now. I got, I got a video of the whole auction. There, the gentleman standing front and center said, I'm going to win it. <laughs> and then he won it. This is one of these things where you, I guess you know if you can win because it's just, uh, do, do you have a lot of money? Do you want to keep going? Well, I don't know if there's down. a lot of skill or luck involved. <laughs> right. Just dedication. Yeah. I mean, I've never seen a Timascus frame Sabenz of any I kind. I don't so. think they've ever done it. So, yeah. It's it's certainly a collector's piece. Mm-hmm. I think there's a market for it, but yeah, I think the thirty one is a a reasonable upgrade. I was just uh, surprised by how negative people were being. I mean, not really surprised. Why are you? Su- you don't even be surprised. Yeah, why, why should I be surprised? People but are terrible. The hot take machine is at an all time high right now. That's right. But here's where I'm a hypocrite. I don't know if I can apply the same rules to the ZT0223 situation. Okay, so I had some time to to digest that design and i think here's here's what i think i think that the finish options are what ruin it i it doesn't help but i would not say that is the only thing okay picture it with an all stone washed or a working finish and a carbon fiber where the tangy tent is yeah it would it would definitely be better i think it would be passable and actually i think it would probably almost be good but yeah, I would say the um, the reaction was unsurprisingly relatively negative. People yeah. did not like it, and this was compounded by ZT's reaction to the reaction. And <laughs> one thing that's kind of curious that's brought up a point of discussion is that they mentioned that a lot of the outcry just seems to be on social media and not necessarily anywhere else. And I was kind of thinking about like you know. In other hobbies, like maybe like the tech industry, you can have a bunch of weird people on social media, like on Reddit, talking about some product, like they want weird shit, like an FM radio still on their phone. Like who, who, who the fuck needs an FM radio? But you can find someone on the internet that say they want an FM radio. On their oh, phone. that's true. 100%. You can find but someone that, with knives. Yeah. The social media community might be the majority of the people who buy $300 knives. I will say that this has been one of the more overwhelmingly negative... Um, reactions to a yeah. design yes which is i mean here's the thing i find that a little weird because i've seen some pretty awful designs i, I mean zt always gets the brunt of it because they're such a big company. yeah i think that's really they're what such it is. a public it's, yeah. it's so uh you expect the, a lot you expect a lot from them yeah they have a ton of i think sort of undue pressure on them because they're i mean they're, they're the flagship usa made knife at this point I would, I would None argue. of this is easy. Like, you know, you've got Tim mm-hmm. Galleon who just returned, basically. Yeah. Um, and he's trying to make an impact with something a little different. And I don't know. We'll see I, how it plays everyone out. Is, everyone is secretly expecting another 777. Mm-hmm. Sure. I, I, and, that, and that's a bit much to ask. Because for a production knife, that was about as good as it gets. Absolutely. I, I don't like the knife, but I don't necessarily like the way they handled the criticism either. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. They're they're we've definitely doing the. We've known that they're they're a social media guy is a bit of a hothead. So yeah, they're taking the Wendy's approach, like the the Twitter savage. Like it's I'm not, not though, because even even it's the Wendy's really stuff, it's, yeah. it's it's also clever and funny and it's kind of tongue in cheek. Tongue in cheek, exactly. This is like someone yeah. that they hired their cousin and he's doing an awful job. 
I, I don't want to say they hired someone's son, but that's the, that's the rumor. That's all mm. I'm going to say. Um, but, yeah. You know what the, big, you know, the biggest problem, the biggest problem that I've seen with any sort of uh, knife company or, or individual working for a knife company, or, or it always gets misconstrued because people take things personally. And then they ride ride on it. You know what I mean? So, for example, like with Recon 1, too. Like, they're, they're people, you know? They take a lot of abuse online for whatever reason, this, this, that, and the other thing. But that's because the, there's people on the other end that are very sensitive. And then they, they react by, like, blocking people or, or you know, something silly. Uh, and I use Recon 1 as an example, because, but it happens throughout the entire yeah. uh, thing. Yeah. And people don't realize that. I think companies need to stop taking it personally and just let let that stuff ride. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's because I, I think they're not afforded that sort of ambiguity. I mean, that sort of yeah, ambiguity. Like, uh, like I, I'm sure Tim Cook does not give a shit when someone on Reddit is like, "Oh no, iPhone suck," but because the knife world is so small that it's just like, yeah, you have no anonymity there. That's what I meant to say. You have no anonymity, so like. I don't know. It's very you're, it's very front facing everything that happens. And so not I get to mention these products are rare, very rarely the pr- the product of a whole team of people. This yeah, is it's usually like one individual person's baby, and you know even if it's a production design that's given over to a company, it's still it's still a small yeah, group just of people going around punching everybody's babies, yeah. more or less. Yeah, it's it's, it's rough. I uh, I'll just vote with my wallet and not buy one because I don't that's, like it. That's really all that comes down to. Right? It's it's not going to stop them from making it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this isn't the Sonic movie. <laughs> like they're not going to be like, oh, we're going to redesign it, but then re-release it. Like clearly, it's close enough to production. They're going to make it. Just don't buy one. And you know what? They're going to sell a shitload of them. And I imagine the fit and finish will still be good. All I care about is that the quality isn't going down. The prototype was rough. I gotta I gotta put it. Oh, out there. I did hear that. Yeah. Yeah, the prototype was rough. That's also but, just kind of a head scratcher, like. But that's also because it's a prototype, so yeah, who knows? I don't know. It's, it was it was tough, and they also released it. It's like kind of close to D Day. I don't. I'm, that that's that apparently rubbed people the wrong way. I don't know. I just don't think it went well for any party involved in that debacle. Mm-hmm. I just won't buy one. Novel concept, and mm-hmm. I, it's not like I think ZT is getting worse as a brand in terms of quality, and that's really all I care about. Because do I really want to have to buy every single knife they come out with? No, I'd rather they have more I don't like. Precisely. Yeah. You did get a blade show knife, by the way. What the? Uh, what did I get? What did I get? I don't know. Oh, what the ant lock. Yeah, you got yourself your ant lock. Steel. I, I mean, I almost bought one off the website because you know I'm sick of waiting. But yeah, I'm excited for it. Yes. I I, don't, I think I've only been seeing good things about it. It's pretty good. Yeah. I think it might be the best made Italian knife. That is something. I will say there were a bunch of lion steel, uh, not, oh uh, god, there were li- a lot of lion steel slip joints that I surprisingly found very interesting yes. and attractive. <laughs> they were, but they were slip joints, so I let them lay. Yeah, I don't think I'm ready to spend like two hundred dollars on a lion steel slip joint. Um, I spent Did, some didn't time you already. No, it was like a hundred. <laughs> yeah, the hundred dollar ones. There and it sits one. in my backpack, and I never see it. Sometimes I forget I own it. It's because your backpack is so secure. It is. I uh, went by the Best Tech booth and spent some time with Serena 
who is, um, you know, Adam's contact for any of his production knives and things like that. And they had a prototype there for this clip point knife. And she brought it out and she was like, look, that's the material we, we used for your knives. We had some left over. So we made one for the, a scale for this knife. I will say, so, oh, go ahead. It just looked awesome. Yeah, Best Tech had a bunch of good looking knives. The one with the thumb stud mm -hmm. um, and the sort of drop point. I, I like that one. I think I'm going to get that one. And then, yeah, the clip point one looks awesome too. And I did not realize that that is the same scale material. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's pretty sick looking. Yeah, going to look good. Yeah, good for Best Tech. They seem to have had a good show. I also spent time with, with Kaiser. Um, jo I, and shout out to Joyce. She is cool as shit. Just a cool chick. She's our contact there for, for Kaiser, and she's just a sweetheart. Was, it, was David there, their usual presenter guy? I didn't see David. Oh, no. To be honest with you. Oh, no. Yeah. I, well, I'll have to look at Blade HQ's video to hear him. Uh, no, I think it was Zach that, that presented oh. Kaiser's stuff. But I will say the, uh, the full carbon fiber Gemini with the inset li uh, liner lock mm -hmm. looks pretty sick. Yeah, some good stuff there for sure. Yeah. Yep. Um, I, was, I was happy about that one. I was pretty much happy with a lot of people's showings, truthfully. I didn't, I, there was mm -hmm. not much there that I, that I really disliked. Um, and this is without getting over into the custom section because there was so much cool stuff with the French makers, um, a lot of some really, really nice fixed blades and that were reasonably priced too. Um, like I haven't been on a fixed blade kick recently, so uh, I was uh, taking a look at a lot of that stuff and really was enjoying myself. Did Spiderco have anything? I feel like they're the only ones oh. I didn't see anything oh, about. Oh, oh, oh. did Spiderco have stuff? Okay. All right. So first off, I, I didn't get a chance to do it, but um, Alex, who actually listens, he's a Spiderco employee. He he listens to the show quite often. Um, he did confirm with me that the Poppy does exist, or mm -hmm. did exist. You and just you is excited to know that finally. Um, no, I had a couple people come to ask me if. I confirm that the poppy existed. I can so. vouch he he tried to get he tried to get him on video admitting that the poppy existed, or better yet, he, uh, tried to get Eric Glesser on video. <laughs> I only admitting. I only ran I only ran into Eric briefly. You, you ran down Eric Glesser trying to get him to confirm. No, the there was no running down. No my podcast co-host doesn't believe me. Eric, get back here. Um, it, it but, I can't believe but you Alex down said Eric Glesser. Alex said if I came back there, he was going to get Eric to come out and do like a little video. Wow. But um, I didn't want to bother. You want anyway, to leave? Yeah. But the poppy did ex did exist, but you know how they do like the whole secret area of all. Oh yeah, the where stuff you can't film anything. We can't film anything. Um, but we can talk about it. Yeah, I would say, what's the deal on talking about that stuff? We can talk about it. Okay. Just like we talked about the poppy. That's true. Um, Might there have gotten was, it canceled. There was a shaman in uh, brown micarta and crew wear. <laughs> Pretty that cool. That was cool. Yeah. There was a mini version of the sabotage of you know, the sabotage with. Uh, That's logical. With a flipper tab and carbon fiber and stuff. That sounds better, probably in every way, than the original. Yeah, uh, I was going to say that because the one that the was there that... is a custom. That was one of Nadi's customs, but that's what it will be based on. Oh, okay. Um. There were several paramilitary twos with wild blade shapes. I can't even imagine that. Okay, so Warren Cliff, paramilitary two. Oh, that doesn't okay. do it for me. 
Warncliffe Paramilitary 2, the Tanto Paramilitary 2. Nope. Also not for me. But the one that was for me, the fucking Hawk Build Paramilitary 2. Okay, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, dude. It is the unholy union of the civilian and the PM2. That's pretty cool. It was badass. That that knife is going to be very not useful for the average person, but that's still really cool. Yes. So speaking of non-usable for the average person, um, so you guys are all familiar familiar with the yo, Yojimbo or of the Yojimbo. How about the Yojumbo? Oh, oh that seems God. logical. They're making a bigger one. A huge version of the Yojimbo. Oh shit. I yeah. think just it, because they wanted to name something Yojumbo. Well, actually, I asked what came first, and it was the knife, and then one of the guys called it Yojumbo. Do you work for Spider-Co? Because that sounds like you. That's got it your really, name It really does, it. and that's why I liked it so much. <laughs> uh, let's see, what other, what other things were there? Um, there were some other things. That, and aside, it was, it was very nice running into our friends from the Gun Collective. Oh, John. yeah. And Genevieve, and uh, Genevieve picked up a Yohimbo of her own. Mm-hmm. That was her. Because she met, uh, what's his name? The guy who designed the Yohimbo, Yannick. Michael Yannick. Michael Yannick. Yannick. Yeah. Yannick. Yannick. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think she got his autograph on the box of her Yohimbo. That's cool. I like how they went to, they went to Blade Show and bought an off-the-shelf uh, production knife. Naturally. Yeah. Uh, I'm just glad to see the crossover. The more crossover, yes, the better. Yes, I agree. Because they they are gun people through and through, and uh, they seem to have a lot of fun at Blade. So I was I was glad. You know who had some great looking uh, production knives coming out? Enrique mm. Pena. Oh my God! Yes. The little front cool. flipper, top flipper, uh, slip joint. Well, it's not slip joint. It locks, but and then he had the diesel, the mm-hmm. little diesel. Also, I think I'm going to have my first uh, Chavez with that 229, I believe it's called. Oh, that's the new one coming out, right? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's really it good. Looks, it looks pretty cool. I'm, I'm excited about that one as well. Also huge. Naturally. Yeah. I mean, that's fitting with his stuff. Brian, what stood out to you? <laughs> Say again? What stood out to you at the show, man? Oh, I didn't get to see anything until it was over with. That's the it's bad tough. thing about having a table. <laughs> mm. uh, Killer Steel bought the dagger from you. He was very excited. Wait, yes. I noticed something was not on your halls. What happened to the da- the dagger you were going to buy? Um, there was... Uh, complications? There were complications. Well, not really complications. Brian wouldn't a, sell it to you? There was a discussion I had beforehand. And I said, if I'm going to buy a dagger, I kind of want it to be my dagger. Boo. Putting it yeah. off. Yeah, I don't know. This could have been it. You know what you know it. what happens when that happens. Yeah, you snooze, you lose, sure. Whatever. <laughs> did you uh did you end up auctioning any of them, Brian? No. Did, oh nice. I, I didn't do any auction. I came I came home with one ti- the Timasca chicane, the weird colored one. That's um, my favorite one. Because I didn't want to do an auction there, I just didn't feel like dealing with it and um I didn't do any auctions, any lotteries, none of that. Okay. Huh? That's funny. Still the same deal with the lotteries. I've had I had multiple. <clears throat> I'm probably talking twenty people come up. Oh, I always wanted to get one of these daggers. Is is it an auction? No, it's first come, first serve. And they go, Oh, and they walk away. <laughs> that is- That's because it's the people that like enter the lottery. They don't actually want to buy anything. They just uh I know. I just find it so funny. That is bizarre. This- 
Blade Show 2019 was, I, I think, it's definitely the easiest way to get an Arch Nemesis dagger ever. Yeah, it mm -hmm. sounds like it's pretty relaxed. It was first come, first serve. They were Jim Skelton very got it. reasonably priced. <laughs> Jim Skelton was there? Yeah. I haven't heard much yeah, about him absolutely. lately. Um, he had his Riot uh, debut, too. I didn't know such a thing existed. It's uh, one of his fixed blades. Okay. The Warncliffe. Speaking of... Um, oh, yep. His most recent post is the Arch Nemesis. Uh, speaking of polarizing figures, y'all run into Will Moon? <laughs> Yeah. I saw a picture of him, so he was there. Yeah. Um, Will Moon approached me while at Aaron's table. Dude, you got ran down by Will Moon? Yeah. Um, That's how the podcast is going out? Levon, Levon uh, flexed his diplomacy bones muscles. Boo. Something. Did it, he All did I did, job. no. Yeah, it wasn't anything. Uh, and honestly, I give him props for literally approaching. He didn't have to, you know what I mean? He has a literal delusional level of, of confidence, so I'm, I'm not surprised that he actually came up to you. Yeah. Um, he was very humble, I will say. Um, and I told him, like, uh, you know, and it's similar to what I've said to other controversial figures. Uh, look, it's just put up or shut up. At this point, you just gotta, if people order something from you, deliver it and deliver it to the best of your ability. Like, there's no way to do anything else you know you just got to put your head down and do work i i was just stunned that he was there but i yeah. don't know look here's the other thing i i don't approve of like what some other people have done um where i think someone threw a t-shirt at him that said fuck will moon or something like that uh, you know it's just attacking people like that in public is it's a little bit in, it's in bad taste that's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't you wouldn't be, have done that. I then. would not. I also would not have. No. I, I just don't care enough. <laughs> is the thing is that like, yes, that's the other piece of the puzzle. It's if really is hard doing, to bring myself to care. Agreed. So that's the other thing. It's like if I'm not going to give anything any more publicity than than that. You know what I mean? I'll give him the credit for saying something. He wasn't being a douche, but that's it. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm not buying a Will Moon. I'm not promoting a Will Moon. Um, you buy at your own risk, and hopefully it all works out for you. Yep, yeah, that's the the best way to go about it. But mm -hmm. fun stuff. Mm -hmm. Should we Should we get into the awards? I don't know if you guys have any comments about these. Yeah, um, I'm curious uh, to see. I don't think I looked at the entire list. Uh, I did look at all the entries. And it was funny. I saw a lot of companies entering stuff from like a couple of years ago. <laughs> so Slow like year, Z I guess. So ZT had the the triple nine and the triple eight both in the entry case. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Can you enter more than one year? Is this is this not like the Grammys? Or it has to come out in that calendar year? I don't know year? how it works. I don't know how it works. Ev evidently not. But I mean, I guess we could start with the knife of the year. And what a surprise! It's from Italy. I. Hey, at, le at least Lion Steel didn't win. <laughs> Remember, they're all one company now. Oh, that is true. The the mm -hmm. knife cartel. Um, yeah. Did you guys get the opportunity to handle the radius, the overall knife of the year, and I, imported knife I, of the year? I did play with it. It's cool. I sadly did not. Does it? It's cool. 
it it just opens around the pivot mm-hmm. it looks like and then the yeah. locks i guess yeah it's a novel is it like mm-hmm. revolutionary is it is it knife of the year award winning no no i didn't get that impression either but i didn't touch it so who am i to say you know who's i liked better and i wasn't crazy about it in pictures but olamic's new stuff oh yeah we didn't even uh the the whisperer or something the giant one and then there's a smaller one so here's the funny thing they did with with that one I, it looks like something i would never like because because uh, it has like no blade length compared to the handle but it still looks good so it's like the first time i've ever seen like one with like such a weird uh blade to handle ratio oh the whipper snapper whipper snapper <laughs> really cool knife it's smooth. a cool design yeah i like it the Warncliffe like one looks pretty cool. Yeah, or, or are they all Warncliffe's? Yeah, I think they all are. Yeah, um, and the other one is cool as shit too. The soloist is very big. It looks like it's very big. Yes, it's very great. Uh, yeah, nine point seven five inches overall. It's a big knife. And the little thumb stud moving track is pretty cool. I mean, it's so simple. Like I don't know how anyone didn't do that already. Uh, someone did do it. Who Rick, did it? I mean, okay. You're talking about Rick Henry where the disc sl- slid across the, s- the spine? Yeah. That's not the same thing. Isn't it just an adjustable, let's see, adjustable custom thumb stud? Mm-hmm. Wasn't the one with the hinder slip joint? Is you could That was the thumb disc that rode along the top. This just rides in a slot on the blade. Yeah. So okay, different. they're different. They're different. They're different. Sure. That's two different designs. Yeah, I mean, I didn't see them claiming they invented it anyway. Or no, it's just, so it's not. It's not like they're. Yeah, they weren't like making a big deal out of that either. Yeah. They were just like, uh, yeah, we just, you know. I will say whatever they did with the Rainmaker, I just like it so much better now. I don't know if it's the new grinds or something, but I, I never used to really like the Rainmaker as a design, and now I think it looks way better. The full flat grind actually looks really good on it. And the harpoon yeah. or the dagger for sort of bladed version. Something about the Rainmaker looks a lot better to me now. So I always like the Rainmaker, actually. Yeah, good for you, Gene. Glad yeah. to see this. Always good here. hanging out with those guys too. Yeah, they're very nice. Um, I, I I got to handle a Mandara at the beg table, and I want one even more now. Yep. I mean, they it looks just as good as all the other stuff they've been making. Yeah. I mean, I got to find I had the displeasure of finding out after I missed it that Beg brought f- custom flashlights. Oh, God. Semi-custom flashlights. That's, and they looked, they didn't, that's new. They weren't... Okay, well. They looked fancy and fantastical. Yeah, I mean, they weren't made by Beg. No, it was a collaboration with... Uh, who was it? A Deadwood Custom Works? Mm. Okay. Because I'm on their Instagram right now. That seems to be it. I see it. It's very cool looking. Yeah, those were definitely cool. Absolutely. Did they have any of the kitchen knives from... Yeah, absolutely. Matias? Cool. They all look good. Yeah. Good for them. They're doing well. Yes, I'm, I'm happy for them. I will point out, while Brian is away, the R.J. Martin Shirogorov <laughs> looks beautiful. I mean, it just it's... looks like a Q36. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I'm... it looks so perfect to me. There were so many other cool designs at that table that... I didn't really pay attention to. I was always a sucker for the Q36, so this this is just like perfect to me. Son of a, son of a critch ended up with that like Harlequin Q36. Levon, do you remember that thing? Yeah. Like every section of the knife was yeah, a different, a different material. material. I yeah, will say was... RJ Martin's stuff. Some of the stuff that ended up on Knife Center from RJ Martin looks super nice. 
his Q36s, an S125V, no less. Like, I mean, they're like four. I think they're four and six thousand. Did the heat treat? Oh no! What? <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. Oh, <laughs> topical. I yeah, get it. See? Yeah. No, I they they looked uh, they looked absolutely incredible to me. The the RJ Martin stuff, and he won something from the clip, the most innovative thing because of the the uh, recessed clip that seems to work differently than the one that Line so Steel did. Basically, Brian failed. Is that it? Did Brian? That's, end? How, that, that's how that works. Okay. That's oh oh yes, the rivalry. Every time RJ Martin wins, Brian, Brian loses. loses. Yeah, there's a a four thousand dollar Q36 on Knife Center right now with a carbo quartz front scale, and then a milled tie uh, lock. Very nice. Uh, I like, I I like it a lot. I decided that I like red carbo quartz. Red carbo quartz, I think, looks really cool. I, I know it's expensive though, like really expensive. Yes, I don't. So I don't like it. Any other uh, iteration, however. Yeah, I don't know. Not that my opinion matters. But he did win the most innovative design because of that pocket clip. Um, I didn't. I haven't seen a video of how it works. Yeah, I just assume it's better than the line steel one. <laughs> but uh. Okay, American-made knife of the year. Very pleased about this one. Microtech Socom Elite. Socom Elite. Oh, yeah, yeah. Literally did the knife win? that we've been talking about, how yeah, much we love. Yeah, did it win? For yeah. Real? That's good. Yeah, one American knife of the year. I think it's kind of funny that that an old design won, but that's okay. A re-released old design, but old design nevertheless. I, I mean, I think it's a great knife, so I'm pleased that it won. I, I, I don't disagree with that, that it was the American-made knife of the year. No, it's a very cool knife. I think that uh, I love won. mine. Most innovative uh, American design, though, is a, kind of surprising. Is it a head scratcher? What is it? Para 3 Lightweight from Spyderco. Uh, no, mm. I think that that's, that's pretty much an obvious... Where's the innovation? It, uh, I was going to say, it, it needed to win something. It, innovation isn't the most obvious category for it, but I know that uh, Eric did talk about the challenges of... Um, you, using the the injection molded lightweight material but still being able to nest the liners and have them you know provide the right amount of strength and all that kind of stuff maybe, maybe so it's a behind the scenes there yeah, yeah it's a behind the scenes innovation maybe we're gonna have to count count its rings and see what's inside yeah and you know I, i'm trying I to do think want one of those what what should have won instead i would actually have to like really try and go back and think because nothing is jumping out because the ant lock is not american made so, sure, let's let Spyderco win that one then. I'll take that back. You know what? I you know what American made knife I really liked and didn't get a lot of attention there is that giant Sog in S thirty five VN. I finally got. The Was that made that. in the U S? The the yeah, I think they're the made in the U S. Big ass one. Mm hmm. Yep. Let me let me double check. I would be surprised if it's made in America, but who knows? I will say that mentioning the Antlock, the most innovative imported design, I think should have gone to the Antlock. If you consider Europe, yeah, important. Because it went to the Wee Knife 037, which is, I don't know, just milled out heavily. And does yeah, the same. I didn't, I didn't understand why that one won. And it did the pocket clip thing that Shirkorov did with the 111. Maybe the maker can explain to me how it's different from what they did, where they milled, and with the cannabis, where they milled into the handle so the pocket clip doesn't stand up. He appears to have done something very similar with the 037, and that. It won most innovative imported knife, and I don't, I don't know if I agree with that. Mm. Other random knife that I liked was were um, Gerber's uh, little ball bearing flippers. Those are made in America. 
I'm yeah. pretty sure. So. I mean, those are pretty good. I mean, I don't know. I think the SOG is also USA-made. Gerber's just slowly trying to claw its way back into was, everyone's they hearts. They were good, and they were really pleasant, too, I gotta say. They couldn't have been nicer. I, I, think, I think they're very slowly trying to make their way back into people's radar. Yeah, I, good for them. I thought it was cool. The Bear Grill shit sold them a lot of uh, a lot of stuff, but I don't know. <laughs> Did no favors for their view in the enthusiast community. And the pricing I, I was good to, too. I, was I wanted to at least stick up for the Wii uh, Thirty Seven because if you remember, they they have had some way under the radar, really unique and innovative design. Uh, I don't know what what construction designs in the past, and this one clearly with the hardware on the top oh yeah that is cool you know it's it's sort of uh i don't know to me i haven't i haven't really seen it in person but i can sort of tell by looking at it that it's probably very similar to uh, uh some of the really innovative stuff that i have seen in the past so yeah, maybe that than... one's worth counting its rings as well i actually the so more i look at one. it the more i like it yeah i do yeah, like that is a cool top, construction yeah yeah and it's it probably i like the way it looks for wedge sure thing What's Levin? What's the name of the the knife I'm referring to? That that um, the whole thing is held from behind, basically, where like a glass breaker would be. There's just that one piece of hardware with that this weird wedge thing. It's so hard because mm, yeah, ooh, the names their are names are. Absurd. I know exactly the just, little chody one. I just one. uploaded. Let's yeah, get Zelric on the horn. A, yeah. <laughs> I just uploaded a time lapse of Matt Critchley trying to disassemble or reassemble that knife. The Valiant, the seven seventeen Valiant. Yeah. Valiant. I, was, I was still talking about the way that that was constructed and still boggled that uh, it never really got attention because it's really really cool. I think the rest of the knife so, is why it didn't get as much yeah, attention. I know, I know. It's kind of Chody Foster, but well, but <laughs> Chody Foster. Yeah. <laughs> That would be it. Oh, if it was an actress, it'd be Chody Foster. You're better Foster. at naming things than Levon now. Congrats. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think we we doesn't definitely has had some creative construction for knives, so they deserved it eventually. So yeah, I just think the ant lock would have been, you know, would have been nice if we'd gotten some recognition, but we'll ignore that. When you start your own knife show, you can give the ant lock <laughs> all the awards that you want. <laughs> no, every single one's just going to go to Sabenza. <laughs> Best buy, the best buy knife of the year, the CRKT CEO. I love Richard Rogers, so I'll leave it at that. Is there a link? Do you have a link? Uh, I to that one specifically. They're on the page. Yeah, like after each each winning. Yeah, you can just click on the hyperlink. Look, Jake is ahead of you. Hyperlink. It's it's cool. It kind of looks like a that really weird folding steak knife that. shun does that most people probably don't know what i'm talking about but i i know exactly what you're talking yeah, about Those it looks cool like that folding steak knife i i do love the the what are we going to call that little pocket with that stepped pocket where the thumb stud rests when it's closed mm, that is pretty thumb cool. stud caddy <laughs> yeah the clitty sheath the clitty sheath oh yeah a little bean in there and you flip i like it, just it right and then the blade comes out yeah i like that Brian. appropriate Thanks for Maybe you should start naming your own knives. You You sound like you do a good job of it. I kind of like that knife. I don't know why it won an award, but, you know. Best buy of the year. Because of the clitty sheath. 
I don't know. Richard Rogers What's is nice. What's the street price like? Twenty. Oh, it's 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 based on the Richard Rogers design. That's yeah. What MSRP is. is fifty. It seems on the website. So I imagine it's quite inexpensive. All right. So here's the thing. I kind of want one. I'm sure you could get one quite easily with the thirty dollars. <laughs> yeah. It's not a high asking I think, price. I think I'm going to get one of these. It's Go the closest I'm going to come to a Richard Rogers anyway. No, they're reasonably priced. You might be able to get one if you win a lottery. Yeah, if I win a lottery. Yeah. Yeah, does, does Recon 1 carry them? Yeah, that's what I was hoping. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't be too hard to arrange that. No. Uh, Investor Collector Knife of the Year is a Protech Warensky brand masterpiece. Uh, Same for It's a lot of words. every year. I am not in any way mad at this. It's engraved by Julie Warensky, which I think is Buster Warensky's wife, who's an incredibly talented engraver. So hmm. um, how can anyone be mad at Where's this? Where's that at? The, the link just go to the fucking what knife link page. dude where's the, oh uh, wait no links after every category uh i'm i didn't get to the knife news page okay you're shitty a mike when know, you're I'm ready sorry. to record this podcast you just let us know yeah we're what all just living on levon's time all right let's see where are we at ceo okay the pro tech yeah 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 i did see that it's very pretty by the way i'm i'm very quietly sanding something uh, just for Brian right now. <laughs> I hope you can. I hope he can hear it, and I hope it's driving him insane. Who's the one so. drinking soup before I? That's. I heard question. that too. I almost grabbed a yogurt to make fun of Dave's, uh, like, making sweet have. love to that yogurt last last episode. I do have some tea here. Have you ever have you ever tried to dr- to eat yogurt quietly? It's not doable. Uh, manufacturing Quality Award, Chris Reeve Knives, rescuing it back from the clutches of Lion Steel. Good job. Yep. Um, collaboration of the year. I definitely need to click on this one because I've never heard of it. It is a Swedish company in collaboration with Kos Say the Iberia. words. Say the words. What do, I don't, I have no idea. Kostrum Lars Fault Lockback Folding Knife, Curly Birch and Scandi. Okay, yeah, see, I can't do the, the Swedish chef voice. Hey, <laughs> I mean, it's cool looking. I bet there's a very I don't specific think they put community words. of people who I don't like think this. They, I don't think they put enough words on it, though. I like how the pivot screw looks like a shitty brass screw from like that you get from Home Depot. <laughs> yeah, big flathead in there. That doesn't look like it should be used to hold together a knife pivot. I'm Guys, it costs 1250 sec. Oh, Swedish Kroner, okay. Yes. That's a... Sure, good price. Let's move on. I have no idea anything about that one. Oh, no, no, just kitchen knife. How many Kroner is it to a dollar? Are you asking Siri or are you asking me? You. Let's find out. That is a $158 knife. I'll pass. I think I will, too. Especially, again, the brass screws really throw me off. And then it's just so, kitchen knife of the year. So can we talk about the kitchen knife thing? Like every time I see the word apogee, I think of audio equipment. So this is not working for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, why? Why do they have? Why is? Why is the guy always wearing a lab coat? What kind of? What kind of scientific experiments are they doing at the apogee factory? That's a chef's coat. It's a chef. <laughs> that looks like a lab coat to me, man. It's a lab coat. <laughs> what kind of experiments is he doing? Is he putting liquid paper on bees? Maybe. <laughs> Look at the those blades, though. I guess they, they look nice. They look mm-hmm. nice. I can't find them on their website. That's the problem. I just see them doing fun stuff like like motorcycling and shopping for knives. I ha- I had my own pick for kitchen knife 
of the year or kitchen line of the I year. I can't believe you actually have a pick for this. Go well, for I just uh, I, I spoke with uh, KH Daily. I actually posted a little video on Instagram during the show, uh, and his stuff just looked really, really nice. Dave, you would have appreciated the thinness of the grinds. And uh, super nice guy. I also handled some kitchen knives by Alex Civic's uh, blade guy. Yes. What the hell's his name? He's got like 80,000 YouTube followers. Yes. Uh, that one also looks very nice. Evidently, oh, they're not ex- one of they, them. They were exceptional. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. They were pretty yeah. damn amazing. And he was, uh, wasn't he uh, John Patton's buddy? Yeah. Gun Collective John? Mm-hmm. Big? Yes. I feel bad I forget his name, but then again, when you meet 100,000 people in two days. I think it's because he was like 12. Well, that too. I do hate young people. Yeah, you're definitely an ageist. Hate the youths. Yeah. Yeah. But that is it for production knives, and now uh, I'm pretty much lost on these custom knives. Best in show is Jimmy Dean. I mean, uh, they are you mean Harvey Wallbanger? They, they, are, they are known for their breakfast in the South. I just looked at the picture of what I think Oh, won. I'm sorry. It says Harvey Dean. Yeah. It doesn't say Jimmy Dean. Um, I see what won, and yep, looks like it would win Best in Show. Looks really good. So... I don't know what else to say about it. It's it's like on a tier that I will never get to of custom knives, of fancy custom knives. So congratulations, that guy. I haven't heard his name before, but Shirogoro of one best tactical folder. Hmm. I think that's not unearned. And then I don't. I don't someone will have to fill me in on. Did you guys see any of these? Do you guys see uh, any no. custom knives? I feel like we haven't talked. We said a single. I thing saw about a customs. lot of them. Uh, a lot of the French custom knives were amazing. It's fair. Um, uh, what's yeah. his name? Standouts for me, um, uh, Doc Schiffer's table, um, his son, I want to say Mike, I don't know, they, uh, he's a relatively new maker, he's been, uh, you know, kind of studying under his dad, and, uh, he had some nice match rails going on and some cool designs. Uh, Doyle Philippe. knives looked amazing as always. Who? Um... Doyle. Oh yeah. We talk about we yeah, we talk about this like yearly and it's always like who? And then you see his work and you're like, Oh yeah. And I I still scratch my head as to why he's I just not didn't hear popular. you. Yeah, no, he makes some some nice, very clean designs. I like his yeah, stuff too. Look fantastic. Philippe Georges custom stuff. Yeah, I think he's the he's the new hotness, right? Uh I well I gotta tell you, like the stuff's it's pretty fucking great. Yeah, Sikak, Paris, or however it's pronounced, the the Paris no, knife yeah. show. Mm-hmm. That's that seems like it's going to be the big bucks now. I kind of want to go to that. It's it's a uh, it's quite a destination. I've never been to Paris, and uh, you know, I want someone to kiss and me you, on the Eiffel you just Tower. Love, you love. <laughs> it'll probably well, the sad part is it'll probably be Mark Bag. <laughs> no, mm. that's not entirely inaccurate. Mm-mm. Yeah, somehow the, the the custom versions look even better than I. They thought. are insane. Uh, they are incredible. Wow. Yeah. Um, speaking, of, speaking of insane and incredible, I did handle a um, Broadwell for the first time. Uh, another one I posted a video of, I believe. And it was just madness. Just a giant fixed blade of glory. A David, David Broadwell? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, I just, uh, I just didn't see too go, much mm-hmm. about... Mm-hmm. Sure, David. Sure. 
maybe I, I just David Broadwell is what comes to mind. Might not be the right one, but uh. Bill Rupel, the little it, it was uh, on a table with fixed blades that didn't seem to go below three or four thousand dollars. A lot of you know like Loveless original uh, okay examples and stuff like that. So yeah, that's very fair. very very fancy stuff. All right, that makes sense. Yeah, I just uh, I don't know. I didn't see uh, many people's customs halls, so I'm kind of out of the loop as to what the important customs that were there were. Aaron Aaron brought some new some new designs, some cool yeah. new customs. Yeah, how did, how did Aaron do? I still can't remember the name. Aaron did well. He had a lot of good stuff there. Did you get to handle Matt uh, Diskin's new production knife? I did, and I'm really mad at Matt Diskin. He would not sell you one? No, he would, but his he had told me that those protos were going to go on sale on Sunday. But when I got there, they were all sold. <laughs> I think he did that intentionally. Uh, he did not do it intentionally. He didn't. Um, I think uh, he had a crew there. So the crew, crew just sold them all. Okay. <laughs> but they were awesome. They were really great. Yeah. If he maybe he did do it on purpose. <laughs> womp womp. I'll just you know I just gotta remember who my friends are. That's all. Not Matt Diskin. I'm trying to think of <laughs> what else was there. Harvey Dean won best in show and best fixed blade. Best kitchen knife in the custom section went to Doberman Forge, which I always remember because of my love for the breed. Yeah, and there was Doberman and was Forge, nice. and my watch is a GSD. Yes. Yeah, huh. a... Did you get to... Uh... And, and the new puppy is a GSD. Did you pick up um, Sam's new knife? What is it? Uh, I, yeah, HEA Designs? I, yep. Yep. And I got to tell you, I liked it a lot. It looks For... re- really well made. It's cool. It is. So here's the crazy thing about that knife, and I'm sure Sam won't mind me telling you at this point. Uh, Sam and I had a play date. Uh, I guess about, you know, close to the beginning of the year. Um, and he brought over literally everything in his pipeline and any prototypes he had going on and just literally everything. And we just went through everything. We, we ate a lot of food and, you know, that sort of thing. We had a good time. Um, and he pulls out this, this integral. And... I could see the potential, but there were some things about it that I were like, oh, I don't know. Because you could see that's a really polarizing design, right? Yeah, abs- absolutely. So when he first brought it out, there were some things, including like the tallness of, of part of the middle part where the, where, the, um, where the thumb rest goes. And he had the opening sort of segmented. So mm-hmm. instead of being a nice, clean... Uh, opening in the blade it was sectioned off oh okay yep um there were also some other things and there were things that i just said like look this design like as it sits it's not my cup of tea but if you do this this that and the other thing i think it might be pretty good and lo and behold he did literally everything we talked about and i think it came out pretty darn good and yeah. for an for an integral like that, it's at three ninety nine. I don't think it's that bad. Yeah, I mean, it's it's looks really really well made. I I don't particularly like the blade shape. I don't think it'll ever do it for me. But 
The blade shape is, like I said, it's not... Uh, he has a very unique design language. But it's a, it's definitely good. It's definitely well done. Yeah, he is, he's very unique. His knives if definitely like, don't look like If you like, like the way else's. it looks, you will be very, very happy with that. Yeah, way. if you can get past that, I don't think I don't think you'll mind it at all. Yeah. And I actually, in person, uh, the second time, like, going around and playing, I really liked it. Yeah. I, I may end up getting one. It's, uh... Yeah, cool for the people who do like it. Um... Did you? I don't know if you guys got to see this. That Hogue had a new not axis lock. I don't know what they call it, but it has G10 that has copper in it. Um, I walked past the Hogue booth so many times, and just didn't look at anything. Yeah, I mean, it's it, they've been kind of producing the same models for so many years that it's it almost seems worth skipping because they mm-hmm. won't have anything new. But they have a new knife coming out, um, and the copper G10 is pretty interesting looking stuff. I think it's going to be hmm. just as polarizing as the Gmascus is, but I think it's actually kind of cool. It looks kind of like crop circles. Obviously the um I'll check that out. I didn't actually see that. The the fat carbon was very very popular this year. I mean, it looks it looks really good, so I uh, people wear it into the ground, but for now, uh, I love I love that new Brian tie design. Which one? The tie yeah, but that part pun. you're gonna get if you had a, like a, you know, ninety percent chance that that was gonna be the right uh, <laughs> prefix. Yeah, the tie down. I'm guessing that's it. Is that what it's called? Yeah, he's got some fat carbon fiber on it. It's cool. It's an integral. It was, it was yeah, it was super nice. I liked it a lot. I, uh, I mean, what what could say? His stuff is just so artistic, mm-hmm. but also attainable. Brian's Brian tie is great. I kind of want one. Of Continues those, to too. be great. I wish he would just like add it, maybe like a. If you could find a way to add a detent to the button lock, I just those I like feel those feel practice. way different, dude. You would they don't feel like the old Brian ties. They have a detent. Okay, because I mean, I yeah. my first custom they, was a was a they Brian snap tie. they snap open. They're yeah. really cool. It looks yeah, they look really really nice. His stuff um, has always been very Art Deco, which I appreciate. Yes, yeah, he. He's very Art Deco in himself, if he were still among the living. That is, yeah, it is unfortunate that he, I mean, at least he got all these done before he passed away, but I am very uh, impressed. Someone told him that the running joke is that he's passed on. <laughs> no, think, who would ruin that? Yeah, his uh, his his wife laughed more than he did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope, he, <laughs> I hope he's not mad. No, he seems like such a nice mad. guy. I think he's just a Canadian gentleman. He is. But yeah, I'm running out well, of a blade Dave, show I, things. I, I also wanted to thank you a lot for the awkward moment I had when I uh, stepped in and finally got a close look at uh, Herb Durr's work. <laughs> and and I, had, I saw at least one that caught my eye and, you know, I was kind of, I was leaning in like I was thinking, all right, I'm going to pick this up and have a conversation with Herb Durr, and he, I, I'm, I'm almost certain he gave me a very intentional, like, kind of turn away and fold his arms sort of thing. Uh-oh. So I think someone also told him about the uh, running joke or... or I, I mean, I... I guarantee you that did not happen. Yes. I, I think we brought some attention to him, if it helps. Exactly. We just thought he had a funny name. Yeah. Yeah, no. Great. Should, Very interesting looking nice. He shouldn't appreciate the the Herb Durr hadn't had still is in the, is in the dark about this whole he, whole scenario. He looked directly at my 
my ID, which had a Knife Nuts logo on it, three or four times, and then he physically turned his body in the other direction. What what Jake I'm doesn't sure understand I got a cold shoulder from no, Herb Durst. What, what Jake no. So what Jake is completely unaware of uh, is not they're not looking at the Knife Nuts sticker. We had exhibitor passes that said Aaron Frederick on them. Oh okay. Yeah, and my. And my pass was covered with a knife nut sticker. And mine was too, but it still said exhibitor. And they were wondering who the hell you were. Yours was off to the side. Mine was front and center. Anyway. Yeah, no one cares uh, about I'm going to stick stickers. with Herb Durr hates us because of Dave, and it's Dave's fault. I mean, I just saw his name on a list, after. and I thought it was an incredible name. That's it. Also, his knives are good, so. Yeah, Herb Durr, Herb Durr can make some Damascus. I like Herb Durr's stuff. Yeah. I also am just trying to find excuses to keep saying Herb Durr. Herbiter. It's so much fun. Another resurgence in our in our hobby. Speaking of which, uh, of of weird names and funny sounds, uh, South Park was funny again for some reason. I thought this had something to do with knives. It did because we were at Blade Show and it was in the night. Jake, <laughs> what? Jake, tell them. Love on. Love on. Were were there very obvious sex workers again this year? Oh, yeah. We had that no, situation? Not nearly as many, though. Oh, wow. They really cleaned no, up they the were act. Just, they were New just, owners. I mean, I was, they were just more I expensive. Shopping. I was genuinely shopping, and uh, <laughs> I couldn't find one. Did you guys see the flyer that was going out, like, sell knives directly to rich Asians at a show in Hong Kong? Oh, my God. I mean, yeah. it is very direct. Any rich Asians want to buy a Chris reeves Shirogorov collab, hit me up. Someone, this people tried to buy that out of my hands before I left. I don't think you'll have a problem finding a Chris Reeve collector who wants it. No, they were all telling me in Armenian, "Don't take those offers," so I didn't take those offers. Wait, are you do? <laughs> are, do you speak Armenian? Enough to know what was what they were telling me. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad it was just pure luck by which you won that. Yeah, who knows? Luck and sheer determination. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh. I like how no one can be happy for me. It's just I, uh, it's I mean, we're happy for you when you win other lotteries. No, no, no one is. It's okay. <laughs> uh, Levon, I did. I did very much rain on your parade when I when I found out that that yeah. was the Chris Reeve Total collaboration. And I had and I had I had your knife already, and I was like, mm, I don't know. Should I, I give just, this to him? I just I thought know. it would be something else, man. A little douchey. Didn't know what to say. I just thought it was going to be something else. I had in my head that they were making a Russian. <laughs> Sabenza, and it was just going to have like contoured, milled out scales and all the ridiculous finishing that that Shirogarv does. That that wasn't it. You, you can see where there was always a gulf in my mind from reality and expectation. I can understand. I very that's much thought it was they going to. That's why they didn't tell anyone. I I kind of get why they did that because I think people like me would have expected exactly what I just described. Right. Yeah. Well, either way, it's good. I like it. It is. I wish I could keep it. I think the horse crippler is still the knife I want most from everything I saw. The horse crippler is one of my largest loves and disappointments from the from the show, and the only disappointing because I expected to leave with one. <laughs> yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah, the, the horse crippler is definitely like Arch Nemesis, the sequel. It's Levon. Yeah, that's the white whale. It's it's more whale like than the. Yeah, that, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. It's like getting getting a knife from Brian, but but it's, it's and still just never disappointment. Getting it. And did no, you guys stay no out knife, in the, just disappointment? Did you guys stay out in the pit late or 
Were you guys? I was. I was there tame? pretty late. Every, uh, on the first late. night. Um. The first. I mean, yeah, I was there pretty we late. We slept. Well, Levon slept about three hours combined. <laughs> throughout the time the we were there, weekend. and still and managed slept... to get bitten by by bed bugs. Yeah, that is the I best slept part. Two more hours than he did, maybe three. But don't forget your your back to the hotel recharge that occurred midday. Yes, and it worked nicely. <laughs> I got a very long shower and got out feeling uh, way less gross. Are there any exciting Knife Nuts collaborations on the horizon? Do you any schmoozing? I there was a lot of schmoozing, and I'm not going to say anything at the moment. All right, that's fair. But there are, but there are, there are things in the works. Yeah, you know what we need to also do is, uh, do we need to give away a knife? Oh yeah, are we giving away a knife this time? The Mastrop Orca. I think we said last time that we're going to give it oh, away. Oh yeah, should we give that yeah. away? We should. That is a great <laughs> idea. Oh man, Jake, you want to do the uh, honors again since you did such a good time? Good, good job last time. A good time. Good, good yeah. time. <laughs> Maybe we recorded this too close to the to the end of blade yeah i'm i'm, yeah. I'm actually delirious still this is this is always how it is um yeah, i even, really even regret deleting that spreadsheet blade. i wonder what uh jake's doing right now because it doesn't sound like he's getting ready to do uh anything but maybe sand well little did you know i'm already on random.org and i am ready this episode of the Knife Nuts Podcast is brought to you in part by PVK Vegas. PVK has been selling knives on the internet since 1996. They are the largest microtech dealer in the United States, specialize in automatics and balisongs, and have a strong selection of high-end customs. Visit their showroom on the Las Vegas Strip, a five-minute walk from the USN show. And we're back. Okay. Oh, man. I, I have refreshed. I have our list of people. I'm, we're ready to give away this Master of Orca. This is a pretty... Let's just review Yeah, I was going to say, let's talk about this knife, because it's quite okay. nice. So it is an Eric Ox design, um, and Jake's house is collapsing. <laughs> this is That's what's happening. Madness. Let's, uh... Okay. Well, you know what? I can handle this like Brian. Shut up up there! <laughs> oh, they didn't like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what you got to do, Jake, is start being, yeah. you know... A little bit more assertive as a father. The I'm gonna let Night Ninja massacre the PJ masks. Now they're screaming. All right, well let's just mute Jake for a minute while we talk about this knife. Okay. Hold on. I've got to regain composure. All right. All right. All right. So yeah, the the Mastrop Orca will have it has marbled carbon fiber scales. Purple titanium liners, uh, a Timascus pivot collar, a detailed marbled carbon fiber backspacer. This is all from memory, by the way. I'm not reading anything. Timascus pocket clip, and a grinder satin finish blade. And it is made by Riot. It's a nice one. It is pretty damn good. Yeah. This might be. It is the purple hardware version. Mm -hmm. I think this might be the most valuable knife we've given away. Yeah, retail is somewhere over $300, so. Yeah. So, thank you everyone for sticking with us. Uh I hope we made this Somebody's definitely day. worth it. Yes. 
So I have got the list of names. Jake, if you want to generate a random number. All right. Give me the max. Uh, we're going 1 through 12. Generate. The result <laughs> is 7. All right. Jose, I'm not going to say his last name because I don't know how to pronounce it. Canseco. Yeah, Jose, you won. All right. Congratulations, Jose. Thank you for uh, just uh, go ahead and DM me on the Instagram with your address. I still have I have a lot of knives to send out. Um, I have our Instagram giveaway for the Kaiser Domain. I have to send out uh, the last episode's winner for the, uh, the two surge knives. I got to send those out. Uh, this guy and a couple other things. So I'm gonna go broke just by sending stuff out via USPS. Yeah, and uh, we're gonna go even more broke once the primordials are out. Which oh God! Hopefully, is what in a couple of weeks? Yeah, suppose we think we're still on track for the end of the month, so that seems good. No, no, no information to the contrary so far. So nope, that's that's pretty sweet. Looking forward to those. Mm-hmm. I also want to get say thank you to everyone that approached uh, Brian, Jake, and I at the at the show to show their appreciation for the podcast. It was insane. Like seriously, thank you guys so much. It's uh, we always wonder like how or why we keep doing this and you guys continuously affirm the fact that we should and do so thank you very much yeah i mean i wasn't there but in spirit yeah dave appreciate had nothing to do with it but it's okay <laughs> keep an element of mystery special I'll... shout out to uh chase to knife is to life who uh printed out he had a shirt with like every Every logo of all of his favorite makers or podcasters or whatever, and he went and got signatures. Hopefully, on on every one of them. I don't know if he, <laughs> I don't know if he got them all, but, um, mm-hmm. yeah, great, great, uh, great meeting him and huge fan of the podcast. So, a huge uh, thank you to signatures. our sponsors as well. Yes, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Jeremiah at PVK. You're always a great dude. We, I always enjoy hanging out with you, and thank you for everything you've done for us, as well as Joyce over at Kaiser and everyone else that works with, with her and at Kaiser. We thank you so much for all your support. Absolutely. And Aaron for all of the fantastic oh. video content. <laughs> Aaron for just being Aaron. <laughs> also, a special shout-out to, to, to Meat Pants for just being a lovely human being. Too. Yes. There we go. That's the best. That's the best. <laughs> The best way to end it is to shout out Archibald Meat Pants. Archibald Meat Pants for the win. He is our hero. Archibald Meat Pants! He is our truly our hero. Mm. Archibald Meat Pants! Wow. Well, thank you guys. Yeah. Uh, hopefully we'll be back very shortly with another episode. We hope you enjoyed this post-blade wrap-up. We can tell you we're already kind of tired. So Yes, give us content to talk about. Let us know what you want to hear about on the next episode. Yeah, because it's Blade's over, so it's going to be a little while yeah, before shit starts it, popping anything off again. Uh, yeah, everything's going to be boring from here on out. Yep. <laughs> so, fill Take the gap. Take it easy. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> See ya. Bye. <laughs> That's not too excited. Bye.